0: Good evening ladies and gentlemen. And once again, welcome back to flavor. I'm your shower. We did we did the episode a couple hours ago, but like most of my times, uh sometimes I may go four or five days without doing an episode, but of course that's all work related and of course when you work and after it's late in the evening by the time you get home at night, there's not much there's not much you want to do really. All I do is come home, grab something to eat, take a shower, watch a little T V, head to bed. That's Pretty much, that's pretty much what I do when I get home at night, so there's times where I don't get a chance to actually do an episode. I have to wait for days off to do so, my episodes. Um, actually, started most of my podcasts. For those who joined the very first time, I want to say thank you for doing so. And please, invite your family, friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow co-workers, whoever you need to invite. Please, by all means, invite them. Invite them all in to the, um, to the podcast. Like I said before and I'll say it again, we're all we're all friends we're all friends here. Um and for those who live from day one, I want to say thank you for doing so and please invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your other coworkers, again, a random person on the street, it doesn't matter. Please invite them to come on and listen to the podcast. Um again for those, you know, for those who are uh, have any questions for me whatsoever? Please, by all means, whatsoever. I'm on Facebook. and I'm on Spotify. You can ask me any question in the world whatsoever, to, uh, as far as football related. Like I said, it doesn't matter if it's a head coaching hire, doesn't matter if it's a coordinator, a draft, um, whatever. Yeah, whatever it is that your heart desires. Please, by all means, you know, bring in questions. I'll do the best I can to answer them. As I said before, I'll take. Any time out of any, of any episodes whatsoever to answer your questions, and if not, yeah, if not, I'll do a whole episode answer nothing but your questions. Um, again, I want to thank those who those those people who have recently been following me. Um, like I said, say in my last uh, episode, um, I've had like I said, I've had a um, some, you know, small time musicians, um, uh, entertainers, I've um, had I've had businesses. Um, I want to thank them for, for following me and following them back. In. And please, uh, please, you know, your uh, bandmates, our customers, please tell them about, tell them about the podcast. Um, like I said say before, I'll say it yeah, again. We're all family here. Like, There's no religious stuff or no political stuff. not into all that. This is nothing but football. Consider this stuff, a safe haven, sort of speaking, you're having a bad day. You know, a bad day at work or a bad day in general, please, by all means, sit down, take some time out, listen to the podcast, uh, like I said, I will give you my opinions on many different subjects, but again, we are in the process of catching up on, um, and for those who already don't know, which we won't talk about this episode, but I will certainly make it a focal point in my next episode, that will be to talk about the, today, the signing of Odell Beckham to the Baltimore Ravens, and I'm sure the, the thing is, is that's gonna affect Lamar Jackson's situation moving forward. But Odell Beckham, I you haven't already heard, is a is a Baltimore Raven. Again, we will talk about him this episode. We'll probably stretch it into the next episode and we'll talk about Odell. What does that sign mean for the Baltimore Ravens? As they can as they may have finally found themselves a, a number one receiver in Odell Beckham. But again, like I said, we'll talk about that next episode. Actually this episode, this episode. Maybe a lot of the ranks between one head football coach and a quarterback, a lot of on the ranks, and that's not—we're not talking about Lamar Jackson. We're talking about a different situation. We'll talk about that, we'll get into, de- into depth, into depth, to depth about that as well. Um, we, will, we, will discuss, we will discuss the Baltimore Ravens, but and a little bit about Lamar Jackson. We kind of touched up on it in the very last episode. We'll touch up on it a little bit. More in this episode about about that and, um, and we'll talk about the number one pickle of the shooters draft Frank Black and the Ravens and excuse me Carolina Panthers they have a huge decision to make and there's a name that has been maybe a little bit of a surprise we'll talk we'll talk about that and so the last for now at least we'll talk about my uh, Cincinnati Bengals and a situation that's come up here as of recent that kind of Raise a huge red flag. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, if you do not listen to me here on Anchor, on Spotify, Radio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, just a few that I'm on If you do not get a chance to listen, you know, wherever you were listening from at home, um, you know, at running errands, where the case might be, by all means, please, yeah, please listen this now for us, um, I'm trying to think of anything else I need to cover before we go j- for jumping into the uh, jumping into the world of uh, football as we know it. Um, can't think of anything else. Um, matter of fact, let's go jump right into the world of football and let's talk about let's talk about Bill Belichick. And of course, there's a there's a word coming out here. Here, there's been rumors coming out here that Bill Belichick uh, is not happy with Mac Jones. We all, know, we all know last season that um, Belichick hired a new offensive coordinator that was defensive, his, his former defensive coordinator, Matt Patricia, came in, was his offensive coordinator last year. Um, at one point in time, it was between Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Matt Patricia kind of went out, and Matt Patricia was the offensive coordinator last year, and uh, he tried his best to – you know, he tried his very best to – made Matt Jones, a top-notch nice quarterback in Zurich. Unfortunately, the hiring was second guess, third guess, probably fourth guess by a lot of experts. And the and a bond, uh, the Patriots' offense was not much much of one last year. Uh, Matt Jones, in a lot of people's eyes, took a step back. The year before that, you had Josh McDaniels, and Matt played fairly well. On Josh Daniels. of course, Josh Daniels has been a successful offensive coordinator. Lick. of course, he had. For many years. So he was, but again, he was a successful offensive coordinator in this league. Now he's taking his towns to Las Vegas. and now he's the you know, Raiders head football, head football coach. But again, when stepped in, Jones, the map Trish step in, Mag Jones' stock took a step back, and a lot of people questioned Bill Belichick's you know, decision making on, on that alone. Um, again, who had let a defensive coordinator, you know, become an offensive coordinator. Ego, his ego got the best of me and figured, you know, hey, I can, I can do this. I can pull some money off the street. I can make an offensive coordinator, and the offense is going to click. Unfortunately, for Mac, you know, Mac Jones, did not do so. Now, Mac Jones, of course, there were times where Mac Jones, uh, on the sidelines over the games, he was very upset on the sidelines. Side um, he didn't like some play calling, call. I mean, he didn't like how the offense was, was being run basically all whatsoever. And part of it is I don't blame Mac Jones because, again, you're going from a pretty good offensive coordinator, Josh Daniels, to a guy that's never been an offensive coordinator. Only a defensive coordinator in this league. So for Mac, yeah, so for like Mac, for Mac Jones, I understand his frustration. And uh, and again, he was not the only one who came out and said this. Offensive linemen come out and said this. Uh, some Receivers come out and said this. He was the only one who really came out and said this. But the problem is, if you're the quarterback of a football team and you're the one who comes out, publicly says that, or rents on the sidelines, then it all comes back on you. And evidently, evidently Bill Belichick did not like way back Jones came out but uh, was cursing on the sidelines and publicly said that oh, basically didn't not like the office where being run and now Belichick feels he needs to get Mac Jones out of town, so that is the rumor, rumor going around. Um, there was rumors going around that maybe Mac Jones could, could ship to the Raiders Would have been a bad move for Matt Jones. I think it would have been a decent move for him, but unfortunately that did not happen. Jerry sure. Gronpalo. Again, there's been a, a speculation, rumors about whole teams. There was even one rumor going around one time that he would get traded to the Minnesota Vikings maybe for like Kirk Cousins. I'm sure they had a 15-grab creation figure out how to get Kirk's money in, in it, and that was one possibility. That's not going to happen. And again, and a lot of experts will pretty much say what I'm telling Problem is, is Belichick is, is living off of his past reputation. I mean, he's had any former, his former players. Ted Bruski who is an ESPN analyst, has come out and pretty much gotten on Bill's case. Uh, that Bill is living off of his reputation. Now, again, Bill is, is so in the way from time, breaking Don Shirley's all-time win record. And certainly, Belichick has got his whole thing. He hasn't been a whole lot locked, locked up. Super Bowls, you know, six Super Bowl titles. Um, you know, a lot of people have always said that, you know, if he was the football coach of the Cleveland Browns, he did have six, some success, but he had a lot of failures in Cleveland, and he couldn't find that quarterback, that right quarterback. When he went to New England, he did have Drew Brees. He had a pretty good quarterback in Drew Brees. He got hurt when he steps in, the rest his history. And a lot of people figure that if it wasn't for Tom Brady, Belichick would have the to ten Super Bowls and won six of those. And again, the argument can be made, of course, Brady leaves, he goes to Tampa Bay, he goes to a good situation, good receivers, a very good team. He wants a Super Bowl first year there. That was the most important year of COVID. But again, Belichick again, you know, Belichick has lived off of that reputation. He's tried his very hardest to replace Tom but He hasn't done so. Now Mac Jones. Of course, the are on Matt Jones. shoulders. He's supposed to be the man to replace Tom Brady. But again, I can't see Matt Jones taking him in with ten Super Bowls and winning six. That's hard to do. I don't care who you are in this league. I mean, I don't care who you are, how good you really are. I mean, it's gonna be hard for a guy like Patrick Mahomes to take his ten to ten to ten Super Bowls and win six of them. Now he he's won two Super Bowls. Again, that's like you know, that's like asking. Joe Burr to do that. Burrow has been to a Super Bowl, hadn't won it. But again, there's some, you know, again, it's a hard thing to do whether you're you know, whether you Mac Jones or anybody else to to live up to that reputation. How do you think that Steve Young, he had to live up to Joe Montana's reputation for many, many years? Again, every quarterback that's come behind Dan Marino has had to live up to Dan Burrino's reputation. And it's hard to do. I mean Brett Favre left a pretty solid reputation in Green Bay. but long came Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers, left up to it, may have succeeded Brett Favre's reputation. And they will find that Jordan Love to can, can, can do so. But for, for Belichick, it's a very simple. It's a, it's a very simple thing. Belichick is in a situation where Belichick is a defensive-minded coach. I mean, he was he was a defensive coordinator for a couple of New York Giants teams, which is a reason of reputation as a defensive coordinator for the Cleveland Browns. Belichick always been about the Patriot way for 20 years. The Patriot way worked. You could call it the Patriot way, the Belichick way, whatever you want to call it. It worked for 20 years. But now we're at a different day and age now, and the, and the Patriot way doesn't work anymore. You don't have the Tom Brady's. You don't have these the Teddy Breeses that the the Ty Laws, or you know all these other great New England Patriot players that was there before. Those those days are gone. And don't check it should be a smart ball coach that those days is gone, And I know Bill, he's not a type of guy that'll come out there and tell me and give the media a whole bunch of information. And I don't blame Bill for doing that. I wouldn't want to give the media that much information. I would hate to tell I would hate to tell if um I would hate to tell if my top running back stumped his stump this toe in the shower. I would have to tell I hate to tell the you know, the media that because that just gives my team the following week. A possible advantage. So I get I get Belichick. Belichick's never been a media guy and it's move on to Cincinnati type of thing. So in, in that regard, I don't blame Belichick for that in that regard. I would hate to give the media or anybody bits and pieces of information. But the problem is is Bill brought this upon himself when he yeah, when he um, came out there and he paid a defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator. He tried to make Matt Jones to be Tom Brady 2.0. Again, he could not do that. Now I still think Mac is a pretty decent quarterback in this leg. But the problem is, and the problem is, is this, for many, many years, Brady didn't have, let's say, the greatest receiving court in the world. check at one point in time and pull Russ Walker out, out of thin air, put him in lineup. He got Danny and He played well. He got Drew the Ellen, fell out of the sky, threw him in there, made him a, made him, made him a star for the pitch. Rob Gronkowski, okay? He did that, but I guess like anything that Belichick in one time touched, it was gold. But now Belichick doesn't have that minus touch anymore. He doesn't have it. Now, Matt Jones, I still think Matt Jones could be a decent quarterback. I don't think he's not going to be Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. I don't think Matt Jones is ever going to be that. But the thing of that is, is you have to look at it. Look at the weapons Matt Jones has. Yes, they brought in Juju Schuster. But how much of a upgrade is that between that and, and, Jaco- and Jacoby Myers, who was probably his best receiver last year? To me, you could take it hard, but it might be he might have dropped it a little bit. Yes, he still got head of Henry. Now, I do like Mike. I do like Mike Lucky from the uh, Miami Dolphins. Yeah, tight end. I do like the sign. I think Mike, now I'm not going to put Mike in there with Bob Gronkowski, but Mike should certainly have way really better numbers this year. And Bill O'Brien does, does like to use the tight ends, so I think Bill. So Mike, Mike, the Hunter Henry and Mike like situation. I like the tight end situation. I like Stevenson, the running back. Now they signed James Robinson, which to me I think could be a super fake. Jordan Robinson is only 25 years old, and James can certainly give Stevenson a breather here and there. So you have two pretty decent running backs, two decent tight ends, but your receiving core is this. You do not have that legitimate number one receiver. I like Juju, but Juju's number two. He's not a number one. Now. He was asked to be a number one last year for the Chiefs. He did, he did okay. He did okay in that. But again, last year was Patrick Mahomes, Matt Jones, and Matt Jones. I'll take Patrick Mahomes or Matt Jones into every week, any time of the day. But again, again, you do not have a number one receiver. Now, whether the Patriots draft the receiver, I don't know. There's been speculation. Some speculation is that he made that he may, there's a possibility he could draft a quarterback if Matt Jones ends up being trade based. maybe maybe are canal on the receiver. There's not telling there are a few received there's a few receivers in this year's draft that might get a vote, but I'm not sure that um are will go in that direction. Could there be an offensive lineman? I can see an offensive lineman in, in the works. Maybe some will work on the defenses the ball. Yes, I can see that. I can see somebody in the secondary. I can see maybe another cornerback, or safety. I can see that's possible for the haters. Again, I can see that. But again Belichick, Belichick kind of brought this, like I said, forth, He brought this upon himself, by the coordinators. And yes, I can see Matt Jones being frustrated. Now, again, some people there have been some people that have at least, maybe not among his teammates, but there has been rumors running around the lid that a lot of people think like Matt Jones came in class as a crybaby because of um, and had because of the, you know, the tripping yeah, because of uh, tripped a couple of people a couple of people lost, and I think a lot of people do not like that people think that he is a dirty player. Mac Jones is kind of a reputation among players. A lot of people thought he is maybe, you know Yeah, that he is uh, a dirty player. But again, again for Mac Jones, Mac Jones' reputation again around his leg has not helped him has not helped himself whatsoever. And then people Take a look at Belichick's done. what is Mac Jones done? And sometimes, you know, Belichick does, does get away with some stuff because of his reputation. Now, again, I'm interested to see. This is a, this would be an interesting year for Belichick. Yeah, what can he do? Can he get the Patriots back on the right track? Can he get the team, you know, into the playoffs? Can he get them a little bit further in the playoffs? Now, Patriots are not going to win the Super Bowl. Again, he's in a tougher division. I mean, for 20-some years, they ran Rokshad, you know, over the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills still can finish. Look at the Miami of offense, what they've done. The Jets, I mean the Jets played the respectable ball last year. So that I means to me, yeah. so maybe the Patriots could will be the third or maybe the worst team in that division, depending on how you look at it. And again, it's not it's not Matt Jones' fault. The bottom line is the Patriot way doesn't work anymore. Now, I like the Miami game. yes. I like the Titans, absolutely. They can still work a little bit on the offensive line, but you need a more receiver. I like Juju the number two guy, and number one guy. I mean, if anyone got... I mean, if they got, land, I could say, DeAndre Hopkins and brought him in, and he's the number one, Juju number two, the two tight ends, maybe we're on to something then. But again, again, Belichick wanted the thought all about himself. Now, you sit back, you know, you wonder, well, let's say for the sake of argument, if all this stuff is true, and let's say Belichick upset it back, Jones is says is peeved because because the offense was a stalemate last year. Who does he go to? Now, yeah, who would he go to? I mean, you have to wonder. Um again, yeah, I don't know, I mean the commanders. The commanders are one possibility depending on Sam Howell. But again you got Troy Brissettes, your back a quarterback. Now again you know, I could run him we What about the Detroit Lions? There's always been talk about it was Jared Goff. Yeah, and his contract, you know, I don't think At some point, and maybe Mac Jones comes in and goes to Detroit, you know, you start looking, around, you start looking around the league. One possible about ten big bucket of years. you got Baker Mayfield. Yes, but to me I think Mac Jones is probably better than Baker Mayfield. And you can you imagine Mac Jones going to Godwin? Yeah, and Mike Evans. You know, again, I'm not to say Mac Jones would have the Tom Brady effect and play just as well, but again, those are some kind of weapons that in get better look around what about the Seattle Seahawks think about it this way Geno Smith yes, he got a new contract but Geno Smith be 32 33 years old Mac Jones is a lot younger and yet Mac Jones could walk into a, a decent situation I mean he could walk into know, a veteran quarterback another veteran football coach Pete Carroll he could walk into a situation but again you don't you don't know that's a statement what about the Baltimore Ravens again all the time What about the Indianapolis Colts? The Colts in the quarterback, maybe Mac Jones goes to the Indianapolis. You know what I mean? I will put it out there. What about the Tennessee Tigers? Now can Mac Jones work with Mike Brable. I think Mac, Mac Jones could with Mike Brabel. Again, Ryan Tannehill is, you know, Ryan Tannehill is a guy whose job's been jeopardy yeah, for a couple of years now. We he would do, what he trade Tannehill for the Patriots to get Mac Jones It's an interesting thought process. I mean, why not? Why not get Mac Jones in there? Let him put the young quarterback work with, um, I mean, you have Derrick Henry, the offensive line still needs to be worked on, but at least you'd have a, maybe one young receiver in Burks, and maybe Mac Jones could go to, to Tennessee. You know? But again, would I discount the Raiders, you think about Garoppolo. He did sign a new, he did sign a nice contract with the, Ravens, but the Raiders, excuse me, but then again. With his history of being injured, can you trust him for a full season? Again, yeah, and the Minnesota Vikings, I don't discount the Minnesota Vikings thing. I mean, he's a young quarterback, Landmarker, for Justin Jefferson, KJ Osborne, you have Hawkerson. I mean, Matt would be going to a good situation, but again, for me, again, I mean, I mean it's a possibility. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying it's not a, a impossible thought. You got Bailey Zappi, who had his moments last year, but again, Belichick's starting quarterback and then you draft the quarterback again. Again, like I said before, Belichick has no way has to no blame but himself because he, he, again, Mac Jones didn't have that bad work a year. But again, it's Bill Belichick's fault that he brought a defensive coordinator to be the offensive coordinator. And Mac did not, yeah, you know, took a step back or maybe two or three steps back because of this move. Again, this is, this is all Bill Belichick's fault. Belichick can 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 lie to the media. He can lie to anybody he needs to. But this is all on him. Now, you could sit back and say, "Well, back then, Mac Jones didn't have should have an outburst on the sidelines again." Again, let's be honest with you. Tom Brady had had an outburst on the sidelines, but again, Belichick is so, living in the past. He wants he wants the Patriot way to continue, but the Patriot way is no is is no longer there people don't fear the New England Patriots anymore. There might have been a point in time where people feared New England. They didn't want to go to New England. Now people are walking in and don't fear New England no more. This is like a walking apart to them. New England does not have that fear factor anymore. Again, yeah, you know, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Billage, Billage have, have, you had have to go through Robert Kraft to get Snack Jones out of town. And the last quarterback he tried to get out of town was Tom Brady, and it didn't work. Tom Brady went on his own. Belichick, you need to keep Tom Brady around and again Robert Kraft made the smart decision it was Garoppolo like that got stepped out of, town, went out of town but again I'm interested I'm interested to see if if, if, if the two men can sit down and hash their differences or again
1: again now I'm sure
0: Belichick can sit back and tell the media and again he doesn't like to tell the media much of anything that maybe him and Mac Jones or this is all this is all rumors, this is all propaganda, that um that that everything's right. all fine, everything's all hunky dory in, in you know, in patriot land. Well to me, sometimes as, as the old saying goes, but with within every there, lie, there's a little bit of truth a little bit of truth in it. And to me this is one of those situations where maybe maybe the media has it messed up with all how the media can get the media and the media can just put a spin on so many different things. But maybe I think to be honest with you the media might have got this one right. For Mac Jones. Yeah, for Matt Jones, at least Bill did the right thing. He got Bill O'Brien in town. Bill O'Brien does a pretty good job of court with working with quarterbacks. And I think, you know, I think Bill will make Matt Jones a better player. But again, this might have been a move that was one year too late. For you know, for Belichick. And again, you have to wonder deep down, how, how long will Bill Belichick, be the head football coach of the New England Patriots, if they have a losing record this year, does Robert Kraft say, Bill, you got to get to in. And again, that could be a possibility. They're talking about maybe Bill O'Brien, the future head football coach of the Patriots. Um, Jared Mayo, there's a possibility his name is mentioned as the, as the future as the future football coach of the Patriots at one point in time now we're talking about and now we're talking about possibilities that it could be the next football coach of the Patriots. At one point in time we're not talking about that. Now granted, Bills get the Bellas in the seventies now. And again, when you when you got hit football coaches seventy in the seventies, there's been that na- there's certainly there's natural talk about, about, you know, who's you know, who's gonna replace Jack Is it gonna be this guy? Could it be that guy? Well again, would Joshua Daniels come back home? I don't see Josh coming back to New England he's got to reach the Raiders job but again unless he doesn't get his act together then he could be out of Las Vegas but Mark Davis has come out and already said that English Josh McDaniels is in the right situation him and Brad Zickler will turn things around but the Vegas fans have to have patience well for New England Patriots fans their patience have, are probably run thin, and I get it the New England the New England Patriots fan base they've You've been a top team for twenty years, you've been in ten Super Bowls and you won six. Yes, you're gonna be spoiled because you're gonna want you because you feel your team you feel your team is a playoff team or a Super bowl contender there every single year. But again, it's not the same team anymore. There's no more time breaking time break to fall back on anymore. And Belichick, there's once not Belichick's not the same football coach that he once was. Now to me, Belichick can still be a pretty good he still has a good, very good defensive mind, and he's proved that. He still proves that to this day. But offensively, Belichick is not an offensive guru. And to me, that is something that he needs to, to lead the offensive line. And bringing a guy like Bill, Bill O'Brien is probably a smart decision for Bill to make. But again, like I said, I think Bill can make Mac Jones a better player. And to me, this is a choice where Bill's got to go to Belichick to to and say, you know what? Bill, you gotta leave the wall off alone. Let me let me coach up Mac Jones. Let me get let me get something out of him. And again, you have to wonder. You have to wonder what Mac Jones's compl- complaints of last year, and they were pretty legitimate complaints. I'm not denying that. But again, you have to wonder, deep down inside, that his complaints were then on, you know, on Belichick. And you have to wonder, deep balance inside, did Mac Jones and Bill Belichick? Had conversations. I'm sure at some point in time they had to have a conversation. At some point in time, right? You would think they did. I mean, but again, you know, again, Mac Jones didn't like didn't like the move last year, and I wouldn't blame Mac. Mac, I have no problem. Mac Jones getting frustrated, and he is to take a step back. But again, sometimes you also have to look at it this way as well. Belichick has not has. For many, many years, Belichick has not had that legitimate number one receiver other than Randy Moss. But again, and the one time they had Randy Moss, Randy Moss put up uh, pretty good numbers. But again, that's something that he has to do. And Belichick's got to realize that we're in a pass happy league. Now, Stevenson played well last year. I do like James Robinson. I like the one too much. Again, he's got a couple decent tight ends, and again, but he's got to realize that we're in a pass happy league, and he's got and he's got Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien can teach Mac Jones, you know, things. And to me, Matt Patricia cannot teach what Bill O'Brien can teach this year. And for me, that's what he, that's that's what has to happen. I think Belichick's gonna have to leave the offense alone, let Bill O'Brien coach up the offense, let him coach up Mac Jones. Bill O'Brien has a capability of doing that. He's been a successful offensive coordinator, at said Alabama, did a pretty good job as a coach, football coach at Penn State, and he had his moments with Houston Texans. Maybe towards the end, you can make a difference. You can make a case towards the end. Bill made mistakes, but Bill O'Brien is a pretty good, pretty good offensive coordinator, a guy who knows how to work. Here's a guy that did work with Deshaun Watson at one point in time, right? Now, I'm not going to say Matt Jones is anywhere ordeal Deshaun Watson's capabilities, but again, Matt can be a pretty decent quarterback in this league. I still think he could be a decent quarterback in but I think Belichick's going to have to leave well long enough alone. He's going to have to let Bill O'Brien coach up Mac Jones, get him back to at least where Josh Daniels had him at least. I think if Bill can get him back, if Bill O'Brien can get him back to that point. I think everything is fine. But again, Belichick can be upset with Mac Jones. He can want to trade him all he wants. But Bill has nothing but to blame but himself for this because he caused this mess. And he's going to have to correct it, whether he sits down with Mac Jones at some point. You know, and I don't I don't think they'll sort of would apologize to Mac Jones for making that mistake he made last year. But again, they need to sit down, they need to discuss this, they need to have a long drawn out conversation. And to me, I don't think Mac is gonna go nowhere. I don't think he's gonna be traded. But again, when I put put well, up but again, for him to do that, I think he has to go through Robert Kraft to get Mac Jones out of town. And I don't see I really don't see deep down inside. I don't see Robert Kraft Going along with that plan and getting boosted out of town. To be honest with you, I think mean, Bill Chet wanted to go before Mac Jones does. But again, is this is his is relationship a dumpster fire situation? I would hope not. I would hope not. But again, like most people, like, like most older people, they are stuck in their ways. You've heard that expression, right? Well, again, Belichick is stuck in his ways. Belichick wants the Patriot way back, and unfortunately, that's not coming back. That's not going to come back. Then days a long goal with Bill should be thankful he had a, a, a great run that he did. He's a feature Hall of Fame coach, uh, excellent, def- excellent defensive mind. But the one thing Bill is not is all- yeah, He's an offensive guru. He's not. That's something he needs to leave to guys like a Josh Daniels. He needs to leave it to a Bill O'Brien. But again, Bill has nothing to blame but himself because it was Bill O'Brien's fault and Mac Jones took a step back. So Bill, you have one to blame, but one person—that's yourself for the mess for the mess that you're in. And maybe, maybe Mac Jones could handle the situation a teeny bit better. But again, I can understand why Mac was frustrated and he blew up on the sidelines. But again, Bill, you have nothing to blame for Mac Jones taking a step back. But you. Let's stay on the subject of quarterbacks and let's talk about um, the Walter Ravens. We did touch up on Lamar Jackson last episode. I guess Lamar Jackson's been kinda of subject of a lot of talk here the last uh, last couple of weeks in this contract situation. But now I guess at the annual at the annual um, meeting, at the annual owner's meeting, there has been yeah, there um, the media asked um had asked the Ravens general manager the simple question is this he said would you consider looking at a, a quarterback in the first round of this year's draft because you don't know about the Lamar Jackson situation. Now Eric Lacosta the uh, general manager of the Baltimore Ravens has come out and said there is a possibility that they could look into that and again and again I don't have an issue with I do not have an issue whatsoever for him doing that. Now the one thing I have always given the Baltimore Ravens credit where it is due they have, They always seem to find a way to have a quality draft. That's been has been the way since Austin Deuce was the general manager, and it's in the same situation with Eric LaCosta as a general manager, the Ravens always seem to always seem to do an outstanding job of finding quality talent. And when was the last time Baltimore Ravens lost a preseason game? Right. But again, they always seem to find a good draft. Now, to me. For them to even even, think of a quarterback to get a quarterback to want to draft a quarterback, what that means is the the situation with Lamar Jackson is not going away anytime soon. It may never go away, and Lamar says he wants out of town, and the Ravens could very well be looking to a situation where they want to get over Lamar Jackson. Now, right now, you've got Tyler Huntley right now as the starting quarterback on this football team. If Lamar Jackson is not to come back, but again, Here's the situation it is, I mean, again, a, a quarterback, you don't know what quarterback will be there for the Ravens. It's certainly going be, it's not going to be Bryce Sean. It's not going to be, you know, C.J. Stroud. Um, that leads it down between, that leads it between. Richardson. I don't think Anthony Rich is going to be there when the Ravens get there. Levis, I think the well, Levis will be gone. So the only guy left will be a Herndon, yeah, Hooker from Tennessee. is the only possibility that I can see the Ravens if they were thinking about going that route. He might be the one guy that could get drafted now. Again, he's coming off of an ACL injury, so again, he would take, it could very well take him all of years to for from that, or maybe half the season. Now, if Lamar is, let's say Lamar is trading, we talked about it last episode. There was the Colts, for the team that was has come up and you know, come up all of a sudden. Now again. Eric LaCosta was kind of ticked off because everybody wanted to ask him about the Lamar Jackson situation and not talk about the NFL draft. And I think he was getting po would and I think to the point where they would get up and just leave if they start talking about other oh, Lamar Jackson. But again, again, I can understand Eric's concern. He's here to talk about the NFL draft and certain prospects. He's not there to talk about Lamar Jackson. But again, he knew that People come on about the Lamar Jackson situation. That's what the media wants wants to know. Again, the media, the media can be a affinity yeah affinity breed of people, right? <laughs> I mean, any athlete knows that. But again, there's not a surprise that comes out and talks about a quarterback. Now, to me, if, to me, I don't remember a quarterback that really tickles the Baltimore Ravens fancy. But to be honest with you, they, they would have to. Certainly, if that was the case, the one would have to get traded for like let's say a first, maybe a couple of first-round picks. Now again, if you start looking up and, down, up and down the team, you know you don't see. Yeah, for right now, the Panthers and the Texans are are sitting are sitting pretty. Now maybe you make a trade. Now the Cardinals have the number three pick overall in the draft. Do you talk to the Cardinals and move up? The Cardinals move down. Again, the Carls have got their quarterback in Kyler Murray, but again, Kyler he's coming off of injury. He probably he might not be ready until maybe midseason at best. At best, um, again, the Colts' name comes to mind. Um, I don't know if Seattle will be. In, just, I don't know if Seattle would be interested in that. Again, is signed Geno's. I don't know. But just start looking at people, you know, up and down, up and down. There's talk, maybe the Raiders can move up and get a quarter and get a court, maybe up a little bit and get a quarterback. Even they've got Garoppolo, but again they can move up for a quarterback. So with with Lamar with the So again, yes, I can see the Ravens certainly looking at a quarterback situation because you want to cover your butt in case the Lamar Jackson thing doesn't work. Now, again, as of right now, you have Lamar Jackson for one year and thirty three point some million. So again you have you have Lamar Jackson. Again, you have a new offensive coordinator, Todd Macon. You've got him. He's a new coordinator. You don't know why what Todd Macon, I believe wants to throw the football a little bit more. Now, as of today, we talked about it earlier that this sign, Odell Beckham. And hope oh, you know, Odell is a step up in the receiving court. But with Odell, he's been injured probably the last couple of years, and you have to wonder, you know, Odell is not the same guy that he once was, but Odell can't instill a still a threat a threat so again you have to wonder um, do you yet are looking at a team that might pass the football more than run the football you have to remember the Ravens have been a team that has built it around Lamar Jackson and again they do have you know J.K. Dobbins there Gus Edwards still remains there as well so I mean the running game is still there but but you have to wonder will they pass the football more and if that's the case, then Lamar Jackson might not fit the system. And if that's the case, do you trade Lamar for, let's say, to the Colts for that fourth overall pick in the draft? And do you go ahead and get it maybe a, a little who has a much better arm than an Anthony Richardson? Do you, do you go, do you go that route? But again, the Ravens have the back against the wall. It's, they've got to figure out, yeah they've got to figure out a way can they, can they keep Lamar Jackson there long term? The answer to that question is doesn't seem to be the case. It seems like they have burnt their bridges, at least so to speak, or the media. They have burnt their bridges and it's a good possibility that Lamar may not ever put on that Baltimore Raven number again. Now, Lamar, unless Lamar sits on the field, plays this year, bets on himself one more time. And let's say Lamar has a pretty pretty good year to the point where he's gonna want a big contract. And that's gonna be the thing with Lamar. Lamar's gonna want a big contract. And again, we've talked about it. There's guys like Jalen Hurts to Joe Burroughs to Justin Herberts in the world. Their country, yeah, they're going to get paid a lot, a lot of money. And to be honest with you, the quarterback market resets over and over again. If people thought if people thought that Aaron Rodgers is going to make $50 million a year, what do you think a guy like Joe Burroughs is going to make 51 15000000 a year? That $230 million guarantee that Sean Watson gets? What do you think a guy like Justin Herbert or Jalen Hurts who just took his team to a Super Bowl? He's probably one two forty, 240, two forty five, maybe. He might even want two thirty that guaranteed or He might even want a similar contract. So again, the quarterback market is gonna reset itself and with Lamar, Lamar's will sit back and he might very well see, well okay, if um uh, if gets paid this amount of money, then I'm gonna want that amount of money. And again, we said say Lamar he's a former MVP. he's got yeah, he's got uh, an impeccable winning percentage. Um, again that's going to be the situation. But for the Ravens, no. The Ravens looking at the looking at the alternative. They can't go Mar and they're pretty much telling the world that, hey, Lamar's not coming back. We don't think we can get him back in here. We're willing to trade him, but you got to give us this, this, and this to get him. you got to give us two first-round picks. And yes, we've got to look at the quarterback. But then they've got Tyler Huntley. They're deep down inside the Ravens. don't think Tyler Huntley is the long-term answer. Huntley has done a pretty good job being a backup quarterback for the Ravens you may be able to continue to do so but again for the Ravens will not going to come back after all they're not going to be able to give him what he wants whether it's 230 million guaranteed or whatever he wants that we cannot give him that contract and we'll never be able to give him that contract and we're not going to get anybody that type of contract and to me they're looking at a quarterback now whether they can get the quarterback they got one in mind can they get him I, I don't know Use so your first round pick again? You had to get first round pick for Lamar Jackson. I mean, Lamar's 26 years old, still got a lot of years left in the league. Now, you can make the argument that the way Lamar Jackson plays, that he may well be he could have the league by the time he's 31, 32 years old, maybe. But again, I think Lamar but again, the Ravens have been going a different direction, they wanted to pass the ball, and wanted to run the football, and maybe that's what they are looking at. A, young quarterback like Will Davis in this draft who has a pretty good arm, a can for an arm, maybe they won't go in that direction and get him the ball. But again, if you get the Baltimore Ravens and the Baltimore Ravens faithful, you're not liking this ball whatsoever. And again, yes, if you look at a quarterback, but again, you got to cover your backside. I me, mean, if, if, if it is true and you've got burnt the bridges, you burnt your bridges and the bar is not it's not going to come back, then again, that's where it all comes comes you know comes to an end for, for them. So yeah, I can understand looking for a quarterback in the first round. I'm sure there's all spots in there, all the team that needs, that needs to be taken care of. But right now, the quarterback position is the number one spot. And if you're not sure that you need to put Mark Jackson back in the building, but then yes, I can see you wanting to, wanting to get a quick draft a quarterback. But again, the from Jackson. crazy. Who wants to watch Jackson? to pay two push sure? Who in the right mind? Yes, you do take those chances. But again, MVP, been, been in the playoffs. I mean, that's something that Lamar that's something Lamar Jackson buttons to any franchise. What's whether it's the coach, heck, whether somebody else. But again, it gets to be interesting that the one is why nobody has really jumped on Lamar Jackson. and The biggest thing is I don't want to see Lamar Jackson's health too much. It's the bottom line. The money that has got to get go to Lamar Jackson is worth keeping Lamar Jackson involved right now. Again, the again, they gotta pay him, you know, thirty-three this year. And again, if you move on to Lamar Jackson, you can get what you want. Then that becomes the next team's headache. Can we get Lamar in there? Can we get Lamar all that guaranteed money? And again it goes to the point where Lamar must to be paid. But again, for the, the next owner that he goes to, does that owner want to pay him all that money? That's that's a situation, that is something that nobody wants to do is pay him, and uh, all that guaranteed money. Cleveland, don't, Sean Watson, but it's not like anybody else is willing to do such a thing. Sure, you can give any player guaranteed money, but you don't get the, but you do not want to give any player, whether it's Lamar Jackson or somebody but as a matter of fact, all that guaranteed money. And for me, that's what we call Lamar is there. It's not so much Lamar's capability, I don't think so much of his injuries. I think it's the bottom line. It's the money. I think that's what's kept him in there. But again, but again, that's what Lamar. But again, if Lamar is able to, if once he's set out, there's no reason we consider sitting out all year. Then yes, there is possibility You have to look at a quarterback in this year's draft. Who do you get? I don't know who they've got mine. But if that happens, Huntley's going to be the starting quarterback, and to me. Your chances, let's put this way: your chance, Lamar Jackson on the field, is much better than Tyler Hunt on the field for 17 games. Your chances are better for the Baltimore for the Baltimore Ravens, but we'll, see, you know, we'll see. But for Eric Lacoste and the Ravens, yes, looking at a quarterback, and I don't blame him because the more the Lamar Jackson makes are keep, it's going to keep hanging over your head until you find out what to do with that situation. Can you can you, you can get Lamar back to the table? Can you get Lamar what he wants? The answer to that question is no. Only Baltimore at this stage can get more the money that he wants, the money he feels he deserves, and I guarantee, contract, that's just just not just just not going to happen. Since we're talking about you know quarterbacks and whatnot, let's talk about the Carolina Panthers. And yes, they have the number one overall pick in this year's draft. And Frank Reich has been has been doing his due diligence on CJ Stroud, Bryce Schoen, Will Davis. Anthony Richardson, at least those top four. But now there's been, there was a writer, a writer's come out and says that, we, that Frank Rackers is very much interested in Anthony Richardson. Now, this is a little bit of a surprise to me. Anthony, I've seen Anthony play at, play at the University of Florida. and Anthony does have some upsides. is still a little rough around the edges, but there's a lot of upside. He, uh, he has a pretty decent arm. He can scramble like Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson. He has that capability about it. And that might be something that Frank Reich likes. He likes scrambling a scrambling quarterback. Now, to be honest with you, Carlson Wentz could run the football when he was yeah, when he yeah, he could run the football a little bit. Didn't do a lot, but he could. Then again, Jalen Hurts came along and Jalen Hurts had that and made legs. And that could be something that maybe Frank is very much interested is, is a Maybe that scrambling ability is what he likes. And again, it's always nice to have a mobile quarterback in this, in this legs. Again, a guy like Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts. Patrick Mahomes to be mobile, but again, he can get away. I mean, you know, he can scramble a little bit. But again, it's like Dak Prescott. Heck, Dak can run, run the football a little bit. And of course, you take a look at what Josh Allen's has done. Heck, you knew what Daniel, Daniel Jones did last year. You know, Frank Lack is a pretty good pretty good work on the quarterbacks. And I think this is where Anthony Richmond comes in. But yeah, you know, Anthony, yes, he can run the football better than C.J. Stroud. He might be a better run than Bryce Young. well Labus, absolutely. Hooker, yes. added with the five out of the top five. Rich might be the best scrammer of the five. Now, to me, I'm about to arm, well Labus may have a better arm of, of any quarterbacks in the league. But again, I think this is, this is a point where he sees this is where Frank Reich sees. Frank Reich sees the disability. Really, yeah, you got to have that mobile quarterback. Let's be honest with you. I mean, if you look at it, Dak, Dak's a mobile quarterback. Sam house. Howell, Sam Hound was mobile when he was with the, uh, the Tar Heels. We all know Dan Jones and Jim Hurts, okay? Jordan Lough. Now, Jordan Lough is certainly can, move, can, can run a lot better than Aaron Rodgers could. So Jordan Lough is a mobile type of guy. Y'all know Justin Fields said last year. That's not said. Now, obviously, Kirk Cousins, no. And Jared Goff, no. You think about it. What about Trey Lance? Yes, he can win the ball. Brock Hurt. Yes, Brock can win the ball. Heck, even Sam Donaldson. If Kyle Langs, he'd look at Gino. Gino's got decent legs. He's 33 30 years old. Yeah, going on 33 years old. He has a better legs. Kyle Murray. We've seen Kyle Murray run the football. Yes, now Matthew Stafford no. Cousins, no. Again, we go. You look at the AFC. Josh Allen, now said Tua. Tua can can run the world, but he's not known to be the best runner in the world. But Josh Allen, absolutely. Um, but again, Matt Jones, maybe not so much. Let's say Aaron Rodgers, for the sake of argument, maybe not so much. show. now, Kenny Pickett. Now, Kenny Pickett it? is it, it can run the football again. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson can run the football. Um, Burrow, uh, Burrow can, but he's not. He's not gonna like to world on fire. Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill can run the football a little bit. Again, you start, you start, you start looking, start looking around the leg. Mahomes, Mahomes can run the football a little bit. Justin Herbert doesn't have that to have these, but he's points, for his arm strength. Now Garoppolo, no, not so much. show. Russell Wilson, yes, Russell Wilson can run the football a little bit. Yeah, and the bottom line is with, with, with Richardson, as simple as this, is Frank Reich, looks what's going on in the league. You need a quarterback, I'm with a quarterback. Richardson fits that bill. He fits the bill as a and the quarterback you could run the football with. With CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud is more than a piece. CJ can run with football, but he's not quick as Anthony Richardson. He's not. By Young, yes, Young can run the football, but Richardson is be better. Well, Rowe, Will's got a much better form. Hooker. Hooker wasn't the best friend with football, but his ACL injury, kind of, you know, we don't know to get, I thought he was so Richardson, yes, Richardson has probably the most potential, but he's, but out of, out of, I think out of the the five we talked about, he, he may be the rawest one, C.J. Lopiel C.J. Stroud is the most pro-rated quarterback, Bryce Young is a quarterback that has won is a winner, Davis, he has the best arm. Then again, you look at Hooker. Hooker just came into his own last year, and Richardson. Richardson stepped into the job. Stepped in stepped into the promotion job for the for the Florida Gators. But out of all of them, he might be the guy that's not the most ready quarterback in this league. And to me, with Frank Reich, you have to ask yourself this question: Do you go? Do you go to the mobile quarterback that has raw skills? Do you go to that guy? Since this league is now a league where you have to have that you'd like to have that mobile type of quarterback. A lot of people, a lot of you know, people in this league have mobile quarterbacks, right? That seems, to be, that seems to be the way the game has had that mobile quarterback. Absolutely. And maybe, you know, and that's what Frank Reich wants. He wants that mobile quarterback. But again, again, you, have to look, but again, you have to look at it, I mean, you look at the divisional, you look at the divisional, you look at the uh, NFC, you look at the NFC South money. Think about it. Tampa Bay. I we've talked about this. Tampa Bay has got Baker Mayfield as a quarterback. You have to wonder, yeah, you have to wonder how long can you rely on Baker Mayfield? Or does Kyle Trask win the starting job? Or do, or for the sake of does Tampa Bay consider going for a quarterback in this year's draft? Derek Carr, Derek Carr is the quarterback for the you know, for the you know for the New Orleans Saints. And again, a lot of people may think that, that the Saints may be a team to be in that division. Again, yes, you got a young quarterback in Desmond Ritter from Atlanta, but again, it may t- you know, again, you got him. But again, again, NFC South could be up for grabs. Again, I'm not saying that. Yeah, you know, again, maybe a guy like C.J. Stroud or Dice Young might be more of a guy that you might want to jump on than Richardson because maybe those two guys can get you, can get, you know, can get, you, can get your team more ready, they can step in and do a much better job. I think Richardson, these guys, guys like Young and like Trout are more in this situation. Or they're more ready for the situation. They've been in the big games. Again, Richardson has been in the big games and that succeeded. Young has been there. CJ's had some big games and has succeeded. Then sometimes lapsed against answer. But again, I think Young and Trout are more, are more pro-ready than Richardson. But again... Again, yeah, you know, again, this could be a smoke screen. I mean, Frank Wright could be sending those smoke screens. Maybe deep down inside he wants to just route. Maybe deep down inside he wants to show as quarterback. But he's talking about a i think take Anthony Richardson. But I can see why Frank wants to go Anthony Richardson. For the simple fact it says, let's be honest. He can scramble yeah, he, yeah, again, he's a normal quarterback and in this league. Mobile quarterbacks, yeah, mobile quarterbacks are the, are the are the are the way to go. That is the future of this league. The drop back, the dropback quarterback has kind of been a dying hard. I mean there's still a few dropback quarterbacks. I mean, Patrick Wolves is more of a drop back quarterback than he is a scrambler, but he can. Justin Herbert, same situation. He can. But again, the reason I can see is the only reason I can see is Richard has what everybody else, he's a scrambling quarterback. He has the mobility. And that's why I think Brad Benson is because of his mobility. And that's probably, if that's the case, if that's what he's looking for, then Richardson, yes, he has an advantage on the other quarterbacks in his draft. Is that mobility? But again, he has raw skills. And to be honest with you, that that right there, my friends, is probably where I kind of draw the line. To me, CJ and Bryce Young are more ready for the situation than Richardson. And to me, i got to be honest with you, if I'm Frank Reich, i got to look at those two guys, not Richardson. Richardson may have some upside, yes. But again, these two, I rather have Trout and Young more than I have Richardson. But again, that's why Richardson's name has been out there is because simply put, he is that guy. He's because of his scrambling ability because he's a mobile quarterback. And mobile quarterbacks in his league have heard to be a very dangerous have been compared to Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, and that's the reason why, because Frank wants that mobile quarterback. Now I'll put a two a quick two cents on my very last one, and that's since I've been Joe Mixon once again is back in the news. Now he got into a little bit of trouble after the uh, playoff win with the Buffalo Bills. Um, some hoseness charges were dropped that were put against him, and now they are they are once again back on. I believe he um, what did he um, I think he had carried a gun. He might have hit somebody with a gun, hit a lady with a gun or something along those lines and now and he said some some stuff that nobody can touch him and blah 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 So now yeah, so now Mixon is back 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 in the news of the charges brought against him. Now, with this being said is to me, could this be the end of Joe Mixon's days, the Cincinnati Bengals now, uh, Cincinnati has not come out with any response of him getting reached begin did get in charge with this. They have not come out and said anything. I'm sure there might be a day or two somebody will come out and say something about it. But to me, this is probably the time where Mixon needs to go. Mixon has Mixon was in trouble when he got drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals out of Oklahoma. And again, he has been he has been a model citizen up until yeah, you know, up until up until last season. So again, this is a situation that is really Mixon and Nixon, as we know, has been the guy that I've always said I've been disappointed with. He had one good game last year or two. He ran for five touchdowns, and he is not. He has games where he has one good game and it takes him forever to have another good game. To me, Nixon has not been a consistent quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals, and there's times when you need to have a pretty decent running back to take the pressure off of one Joe Burrow in that passing game. And Nixon has not done that. I me, mean, this is the time I think where Nixon needs to cut cut bases. Maybe trade Nixon. Maybe trade Nixon for a draft pick, for an extra draft pick. And there are some teams around there that would, might take a chance on Nixon. But if you can't, I think it's time to get rid of him. And again, there's there are drafts. I mean, i l I'd love to have a be uh by John Robinson. I'd love to have Robinson, but unfortunately that's not gonna happen. And again, you got guys like, like Gibbs from Alabama. Could he he could be an interesting fit for you. Cincinnati Bengals, I don't know if he's a guy that can carry the ball 20, 21, 22 times a game. I don't think he's that type of guy, but he's a weapon that can fit the system, fit the Bengals' system. But well, for Mixon, to me, this, this, these are these are troubling times. This is a concern. And to me, his, his play on the field, to me, has, has been a concern. Has been a concern for me, and now it becomes a concern for the Cincinnati Bengals. His old situation is not getting any better to me. Be it's time to do nonsense man I gotta cut it, I gotta cut it time with Mixon. Now the running game, if you let Mixon go, it's not that good. But again, they have become a pass a passing team. But to be honest with you, you need to get a running back. Yeah, maybe this is the time where Zeke becomes a possibility. I'm not saying he's the answer, but then again, maybe you draft the court, maybe you draft a running back. And there are some decent running actions just right. Maybe take a chance on one of those guys step in. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have time for this episode. Please take care of yourselves, and I'll see you again soon.